0: Hello, welcome back to Cracked, your weekly show and podcast on FBI radio. That's right, it's called Cracked. It's not crocked, it's not crap. Hopefully it's not scrapped, it's not dapped, and it's not crack cocaine. It's called Cracked. A show where we crack open the creative process. I'm Al, I'm a curator, a musician, and I flunked out of psychology at Macquarie University.
1: I'm Luke. I'm an engineer who appreciates mangroves, we're here to overanalyze and maybe find a little bit of meaning along the way. We may be underqualified in
0: some areas, but we're here on a mission to crack open the ideas that tie together music across genres and styles.
1: Between different tastes and techniques, and the old joke to crack each other up. So, the
0: past few weeks, we have been delving into all sorts of topics like fidelity, like lo-fi, hi-fi, quality of sound, degradation, etc. We have done self-soothing. We've also cracked open
1: rap voices. Oh, that was a fun one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one was good. That one was good. And we did
1: outside of music last week. That was also quite lovely. Go listen to all of them, actually. I think they're all pretty good.
0: Yep, they're on the FBI website, fbiradio.com, or on your favorite streaming platform. But right now, we are going to be talking about Echoes, which feels like a timely theme when we're in this a somewhat festive season, I suppose. It just feels kind of, it's finally nice weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And echos there it's got a warm kind of feeling to it.
1: I it's, I mean it's inherent I guess from my perspective on what it, we are discussing today in terms of echoes it's inherently tied to nostalgia.
0: Well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, <laughs> let's start with the official line.
1: Wait, wait, it, wait, to quote Al, that's such an old school definition.
0: Uh, <laughs> the first definition is it's a sound that is heard after it has been reflected off a surface such as a wall or a cliff. Or it's a detail that is similar to and makes you remember something else. And oh. I think this dichotomy of the technical echo as a sound refracting mm-hmm. versus this notion of memory and feeling and association, which yeah. is way more abstractive.
1: Well, hearing that definition... It just draws more and more parallels. to so like, between this musical idea of, the idea of echoes and real echoes. Yeah. I think, well, echoes are only perceived after a certain distance and size because your brain has, like, an inherent capacity to decipher out echoes that occur too quick. That's why when you're in a regular room that isn't sound-treated, you still don't hear echoes.
0: Thank you, Mr. Engineer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to draw that to the parallel of... Is, echoes in i guess as everyone knows the 20-year cycle it's a very common kind of perceived thing in culture things come and go on a 20-year kind of cycle be it like music um or fashion and um, just general pop culture kind of things we live in an echo chamber yeah if you will yeah we really do
0: and our first artist we've chosen released a cracker of an album. Oh,
1: I thought it was really year. cool.
0: We're both massive fans, and for us to agree on anything is rare. <laughs> uh, it was by the UK producer Evian Christ. Yeah. On Embers.
1: On Embers? No, that's not I am not I mean, rev, rev, re- re- revanchist. revanchist. Yeah, so uh, I googled the revanchist words, what the word revanchist means. What does it mean? Um, it means someone, like, claims back their land kind of vibe. Oh, interesting. So, Free Palestine... We love the revanchists. Go get them. Um, But the track that I want to share today, just by circumstance, it includes Blade. I didn't choose it because Blade was on it. It's just by circumstance. Um, I wanted to highlight the echo of trance music and the way it's like ingrained into what Evian Christ has did on this album. Um, A lot of his like premise with things, his tour is called Trance Party. So, he's very much wearing it on his sleeve, but he's taken these kind of traditional trance aesthetics and melodies and repurposed them to more modern or modernize them or recontextualize them to be aligned with newer sonic aesthetics, which I really love. Yeah. And
0: And there's also like technical echoes and delay effects going on on all of those synths. and. The haunted trance vocals that are scattered throughout the album. So, Evian Christ, I think, really does nail that dichotomy of kind of feeling and memory and association, as well as the technical know how.
1: Yeah. And like the revitalization into a modern context. Well, as well, in terms of technical echoes, Al made fun of me last, like a couple of weeks ago, for the ping pong delay that I put on (laughs) our vocals. (laughs) So, if you did like it, you, I mean, you can text us if you feel like it. Um, obviously, if you're listening back to this, it's, you, you probably can't engage in this text rhetoric. But it's, I guess it's the same as a mail line. So, text in the FBI radio station 0409 945 945 and we'll read it next week, which I think could be fun. I'm going to play the song that I chose now. Um, it's Evian Christ and Blade off of Revengeist. It's called Young Gooden, Young Gooden, I think. Well, Young Good is also a producer that has collaborated with Blade and Evian Christ. They've done a lot of stuff together, but it's like Y-X-G-U-D-E-N. That's the best way I can describe the title. And I chose this song because I felt the melody in it was very interpolative of that really old four-string song. You know that one, Al, Take Me Away? It's like, take me away. How does it go? A million miles away from here. Like that, you know.
0: It's it's a classic.
1: <laughs> um, I felt like the main synth on that, like in the breakdown components, were paralleled really well here. But instead, it's like really intense sore synths that sound lush. Mm. Lush sore synths is the most contradictory statement possible. But epic. But they so go epic. so hard. Let's get epic. So, here's a track. You're listening to Cracked on SDR Radio. So, you're back with Cracked. That track that we just played was Plasticine from Ryan Fennis, the producer, and Voidhood off of their album Extender, which was indeed an FBI Radio Album of the Week this year. And today, here on Cracked, we are talking about Echoes. Uh, how is that song relevant? to Echoes. <laughs> well,
0: next to the Avian Christ track, which is like very intense trance, mm. and I would say like quite cinematic delays going on yes. there, technically, yeah. combined with like the echoes of culture to do with trance music. It's a bit monumental, a bit yeah.
1: extravagant, one could say.
0: I think Ryan Fennis as a producer is really interesting in the way that he uses very tight delays mm that kind of almost have this slapback style quality on his beats, but also on Voidhood's vocals. And it kind of sounds like the sync of the internet. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. So there's the technical aspect in how it relates to echoes, but also there's also this school of thought around music is kind of an echo of one social fabric or creative community and group of musicians. And it definitely feels like there is this kind of movement of quite left-field electronic rap predominantly coming from Melbourne. But, for example on this album extended like Bang
1: I th- yeah Bang was, was really sick on this album
0: yeah and like Teether as well yeah, Q&L yeah, it's yeah. just like it feels like a real crew with two birds
1: yeah it's a bit of like an all-star cast if you're if you're knowledgeable on that kind of space and that scene you've essentially got an all-star cast kind yeah of going
0: and it's it's one of those classic um, wormholes where if you listen to a kind of one artist I find that I want to listen to all of their music and they pop off on each other's tracks yeah and,
1: yeah, yeah. That was that. See, that was effectively me and Blade. That's kind of how that started. Every conversation goes back to Blade. It was an accident, before I promise. <laughs> so you were more drawing towards the literal echo that was used on the track.
0: Well, the literal echo, but also this kind of idea of the music as an echo of a real community mm-hmm. of musicians. Okay, cool. And I find that exciting.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. As well, when you've got your own little community, you can kind of have your own echo chamber. Yeah, You can bounce ideas off of each other. And so, I guess the way in popular music things would work or develop is they'd be released. People would be like, this is cool. And an artist will take feedback from that and be able to produce and make something new. When you're in your own echo chamber with maybe, say, five people, you need to get like the hey, that's cool, from like four or five people yeah. as your sample space, which allows you to expand. It's and such and cool this is very
0: hit. much like one generation of artists. But the next kind of track that we're going to play is oh, from yes, The Alchemist, yes. who... The Alchemist is, is old. He, he is <laughs> He's even older than me. <laughs> he is very old. But he... We were talking about a group of like four or five people, maybe mm. upwards to ten of this kind of... Uh, left field electronic rap scene Mm. going on. But The Alchemist, like, his touch is
1: multi-generational now. Oh, it's... He is effectively, like, grandfather hip-hop. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is a really fun way to put it. Not bad for a white boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alchemist, of course, produced back in, like, the early 90s or mid to late 90s, actually. Um, Going as far back as making music with, like, Mob Deep... Um, he made Terror Squad as well, work with them. I think he did some stuff with Cypress Hill. Really? I didn't know that one. Yeah, Fuck, pretty that's pretty sure. cool.
0: I'm pretty sure he goes back with them.
1: He did a lot of stuff with Compton Noriega as well. He's, oh goodness, he's got such a deep discography. Yeah, and then this
0: whole generation of
1: yeah. newer rappers with His, Earl especially. Yeah. Well, I also appreciated the stuff he did with like, uh, Freddie Gibbs too. Oh yeah. I thought that was quite that beautiful. Al- that Alfredo. Yeah, record. that was gorgeous. Mm. Um, and he's essentially ridden his own wave. I don't think he ever got off the echo in a sense.
0: No, he's he's he is echoing in his own world. Yeah, he is. He made the
1: echo and caught it. Yeah, twenty years later. I
0: mean, he also has his own record label and publishing setup. Oh, okay, I didn't know. So that. this is how he's able to release so much music.
1: he, oh, he also did shit with Med. How am I going to fit out all this kind of yeah. shit? Yeah, goodness, he he's definitely. St- they kind of like tried and true to his own aesthetic and sound yeah i mean on a through. technical
0: level like i've watched a lot of videos of him in the studio and he's pretty old school in the way he samples vinyl and mm. uses <clears> an mpc which is like a for people who don't know <laughs> like, how electronic music is <laughs> Work sometimes an NPC is kind of like a classic beat making machine.
1: Yeah, you can like load samples onto it, press the buttons, and get the, yeah. sound, the samples to come off. Yeah, you've kinda.
0: certainly seen someone <laughs> hitting those <laughs> pads <laughs> and
1: making a weird expression. Yeah, yeah. Damn, he's got such a depth. I'm, I, I'm, oh, uh, I'm the on de- Wikipedia. Out of, I'm out of the de- depths <laughs>
0: of the Alchemist Echo. <laughs> yeah. Which, which ripple are you going to play?
1: Um, there's a fair few that I loved from the. I like the one he did with Action Bronson too. Lemo over ice, that was really good um as well of course alfredo and he he's done like sparing stuff with earl but i really loved his most recent little project with earl. i thought that was fantastic oh, yeah is that how you pronounce it i think voie so. Dear. is it voie french d- i voie think it's french d- but it's a
0: it's a technical legal term okay uh, do you know what i mean i i don't know law in particularly well mm. Not because I break it, (laughs) but supposedly it's a preliminary examination of a witness or the jury pool by a judge or counsel.
1: Okay. That went right over my head.
0: It's Another (laughs) definition is is, it's an investigation into the truth or admissibility of evidence held during a trial. Okay,
1: cool. And, And the album art is a gavel. Being knocked down by, like, what seems to be, like, yeah, the grimmery So that, The
0: literal French, savoir, means to see, from memory. Mm. And dear is to say. Okay, cool. To see, to say.
1: Well, from see, to say, the album, <laughs> <laughs> the track I want to play is Sentry. It's got Mike on it. Love Mike. I think Mike coming up as a, a rapper that I can really put my heart into. Uh, really appreciating their new stuff as well. And of course, L has just established themselves deeply within the space. So kind of getting that little tidbit like, Oh, good. Good good work, Mike. You're doing good things. Uh, um the song is called when I'm Century. rolling around.
0: Try to it keep is. me close, but look for the you the most you was out. The least I could do is a count. Pizzeria, though, bigger mount. Fire in a hole, burning it out his soul. like they seen a ghost in the shell. Froze up as colder than hell. I cleaned up most of myself I peeled off more dollar bills for when they peeled off on the bill. Started at the bottom of the hill. Actually I started in the mid. Actually I started in hill. local Sydney producer Hubie with low pressure dub <laughs> that was Luke Joseph <laughs> being disgusting here in the studio <laughs> and before that we had I hope I pronounced this correctly YL Hui, Melbourne producer with the track Without Love
1: Al didn't know that W slash O meant without I learned something here <laughs> He was calling it W slash O love. That wasn't... If you look it up, that's how you find it. But I was like, hey, that's shorthand that, for we don't.
0: We just didn't use that on MSN Messenger. <laughs> I used
1: MSN Messenger. <laughs> I made it so every time I typed the letter G, Goku would turn up. So I'd be like, how's your day? Good. And it was like Goku, double O-D.
0: Ah, uh, echoes of childhood. <laughs> on Cracked today, we have been discussing the theme of echoes and so far we've looked at echoes of influence and notions of legacy around genres specifically in dance music and then we worked into the world of kind of music as an echo of one's social fabric Mm -hmm. and a creative community and really kind of zoned in there on the kind of more futuristic left field electronic rap scene but with those two tracks from Wild Hui and Hue we're really going into the origins of echoes in music, which goes all the way back to dub. Yeah. And, and dub reggae, and then yeah. where dub has ended up now and all these interesting permutations. Well, it, it's kind of
1: spawned so many genres. Like, I feel like UK Garage came from a bit of dub. Yeah. Um, there's dub step as well, but like the good old kind.
0: All dubstep's great. Yeah, that's bad. You just gotta look out for bro step.
1: <laughs> that's uncharacteristic uncharacteristic of Alistair to say to make such a large sweeping <laughs> statement.
0: Yeah. One sweeping statement once a week.
1: Correct? <laughs> As well, like it it was dub is such a strong like parent of so many genres.
0: I mean it is the biggest echo.
1: You reckon? In music.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah.
1: Because, it. yeah. I mean, we, then you can argue the reggae. I and, mean, at least with, like,
0: interesting new music. I know this is a real broad church mm-hmm. and, and a broad picture that we're painting. But there's just so many literal echoes of dub yeah. in all kind of interesting genres. Yeah. And, and oh, sorry. it just keeps permutating into n- new inventions or mm. micro inventions.
1: I think as a genre, it gives a lot of room for experimentation and a lot of freedom.
0: Yeah, there's so much space.
1: Yeah, like you can really incorporate so many genres into it. And speaking of incorporating many different genres, um, the, the you know the, the local Duo 700 feel. Yes. They find a way to put like a bit of footwork into their dub. That's true. And that leads me on to the next little topic that I was going to talk about in regards to Echoes. Um, Echoes of death. After (laughs) (laughs) After an artist dies and what it does to their discography. So, one of the key examples that I wanted to pull up was the footwork legend. DJ Rashad and how after their death they kind of surmounted and became huge they became so relevant even today like they died in 2014 or 15 it's definitely one of the two Um, they still hold such strong relevance today and their music is kind of
0: yeah, there's there's still no bigger star of Footwork.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's spawned so many different kind of genres. Like, that kind of, like, fast, like, mm-hmm. juking. That's, like, juke mm-hmm. as well. That was, like, the kind of sub take from Footwork as well. But it's also spawned a lot more mainstream. Like, I feel like I can see elements of that in, like, what-
0: It's such a- Because it was interesting we were listening to kind of more British influences in dance music with Evian Christ earlier. Yeah. And this is such a clear
1: American-
0: Mutation, yeah. yeah. A particular form of dance music. Like, you just couldn't imagine that type of music coming out of the UK.
1: Oh, most definitely. It's got a bit... Like, it's got such a fun rhythm as well. Yeah. Like, I, I see it in, like, Jersey Club and shit like that. I see its, like, depth. Yeah, so it's so it's
0: fun music.
1: Yeah, it's, like, fun to, like... It gets you moving. Yeah. And then just the coalescence of all that into the the, the image of DJ Rashad as they've died. I see no better monument. You know, like, they might not have been as appreciated when they're alive. But, like, post-death.
0: I think he was having a good time. Oh, definitely. I
1: (laughs) agree. (laughs) If you listen
0: to his music, he's having so much fun. He had a lot of critical acclaim. He was playing clubs around the world. Yeah. He was having a good time.
1: Yeah. Okay. As a person who's younger than Alistair. (laughs) Slightly, (laughs) yes. (laughs) For him to be so relevant to me now still... Mm. I think that says a lot. It does, and that was more of what I was getting towards. If that, if that satisfies,
0: well, maybe
1: we should do a little toast. Ah, yeah, toast to the deceased. Well, let's play past that shit and pass that shit around in the studio and play the song at the same time by DJ Rashad. Beautiful. <laughs> Here it is. You're listening to Cracked on FBI Radio. <laughs>
0: That was Not Checking Up, an archival track by the late, great Arthur Russell off the album Picture of a Bunny Rabbit, which was released in 2023 from the archival label dedicated to Arthur's legacy, Autica. This is Cracked on FBI Radio, where we crack open the creative process. And we have been talking over the past hour on the theme of Echo 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 echoes. Echoes. And so <laughs> there with Arthur Russell who is such a stalwart if that's the way you stalwart it, stalwart
1: stalwart stalwart stalwart
0: stalwart Yeah yeah I mean, icon let's just say icon, icon. iconic an icon <laughs> of experimental classical slash electronic lots of echo um, he's a composer he's a producer He was a dance producer as well. Um, He just was the full package Mm. and just such an incredible artist. And before that, we were playing DJ Richard Ah. and was past that shit and just riffing on the idea of the echoes of people who have passed. And the echoes can sometimes keep getting bigger. Like in the case of Arthur, and dj rashad their legacies and stature are so much larger
1: now than when they were actively releasing music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree i concur wholeheartedly
0: and on this theme of echoes we've gone through kind of the idea of living in an echo chamber the echoes of the dead dub music and the origin of the echo uh, echoes of influence and kind of ideas around legacy And how music can act as an echo of the social fabric of life and living in a real community of people.
1: uh, I guess that also draws back to like the artist and art reflection. Does art imitate life, or life imitate art? Who knows? Well, we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna flip
0: the script or flip the disc, (laughs) so to speak, and kind of explore this notion of the way music is released and. Originally, when there was a CD or a vinyl or even a cassette, you'd flip it. Yeah. And there's a B side. That's where all the and shit so, songs go. <laughs> all these, this idea of B sides, and I guess <laughs> you're not really selling this next song. <laughs> I mean, the idea of a B side is in rarities, so to speak,
1: mm.
0: gives this notion that it's an echo of what's on the other side. So it's the yeah. other side of the story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that. I always thought B-Sides has been more of like a... Uh, well, in a marketing perspective, it would be more just like the songs that are less palatable.
0: You are so cynical. <laughs> <laughs> but the
1: deep cuts. The deep cuts. The deep cuts are often you the best You love a deep one. cut. I love deep cuts.
0: And I've gone for a real deep cut with the Melbourne producer who I hear is moving back to Sydney. His name is... T. Morimoto, he's also released music under the name Thomas William Smith. You may have heard his work through the label Track Work and the producer Utility. He does a lot of mixing and mastering for that great hip-hop label. But we're gonna play something from 2016, which was a compilation he dumped onto Bandcamp called Non-Times. And It's a mixtape of desktop tunes, surplus ideas, and almost finished tracks released exactly as they were left.
1: I was going to say, nowadays, B-sides don't exist because artists just release everything. It's a dump. (laughs) They just drop everything. Yeah. (laughs) No matter how good or bad or uncoherent it is, just, yeah, put it out, fuck. Well, I think this track is appropriately named Don't Get Mad.
0: (laughs) Don't get mad, Luke.
1: I'm not angry.
0: Just enjoy the music. This is Thomas Williams' Don't Get Mad. It's Cracked on FBI Radio. That was Thomas William Smith. The track was Don't Get Mad off the compilation slash hard drive dump non-times that you can find at Thomas Williams Bandcamp. And over the past hour here on Cracked FBI Radio where we crack open the creative process, we've been exploring the theme of echoes. We've covered
1: a shit ton of well,
0: stuff. We've covered a lot considering that the Oxford Dictionary <laughs> definition that we started with at the top of the hour was a sound that is heard after it has been reflected off a surface such as a wall or a cliff or a detail that is similar to it and makes you remember something else. Now, that we've discovered has can mean a lot of different types of things.
1: I just saw a really cool idea. I'll let you do the roundup and I'm going to bring our idea in. Right. All right.
0: <laughs> I love a spicy, fresh idea to finish things off. So, we've explored... Notions around kind of living in an echo chamber, uh, the echoes of the dead and the deceased, the dearly departed. Uh, dub music, up um, days, what up um, days music? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Dub music as essentially the blueprint of echoes that are still percolating in all sorts of interesting genres. Echoes of influence and the notion of one's legacy. And the echo as a symbol of a social group, a scene, one social fabric, the community that you work, play, and collaborate in.
1: The hmm. little bit. Can you read the Cambridge dicner- dictionary thing or whatever again? Again,
0: it was actually the Oxford dictionary. Oxford, Oxford. <laughs> Yeah, the first bit is a sound that is heard after it's been reflected off the surface. Yes. And the second was a detail that is similar to and makes you remember something else.
1: So, on that keynote of remembering something else, I want to bring forward the idea of a remix Ooh. as an echo. Kind of I like the it. The direct recontextualization of maybe a set of vocals, a certain component of a song and just like restructuring it in and of itself is an echo of that original it's just song. just a metaphor for life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Laugh. Laugh. Oh laugh.
1: This is cracked and th- th- this is cracked. Alistair is cracked at this point. He- it seems like he's gone off edge and it seems like we need to conclude <laughs> this before he says anything further concerning to me and my public image and the impacts me being associated will have. They're literally taking the mic away from me. Give give it back. That Ah. was This is horrible. Stop the bit. Stop the bit. (laughs) But I'm going to give you my final remix that I want to share on Cracked. The last song we're going to play for this episode. It's a Kalela song and it's remixed by K Trinata. It's Wadeen. Goes immensely hard. It's probably gonna be playing somewhere along during this dialogue. So you've probably been appreciating it. And I'm hoping Al can edit it such that as soon as I stop talking, it drops. And it's the it's the drop. It's been crap, it's crap, been crap, it's,
0: crap, been, it's crap. been crap, it's been crap, So you then it fucked me up. But I'm working now, it's just my luck. Should've said, can we go to bed? Now you're gone. Now we're back.